Dermot and Dave. Conversation, crack, and the music you love. Today FM. It all happens here. Today FM. Dermot and Dave's Camper Van of Christmas Joy. With Tesco. Standing up for joy this Christmas. It's kind of hard to get a sense of how Christmassy the camper van is when you're inside it. Even though we're surrounded by holly and flashing lights and everything, it's when you see the outside of it. And Tony Kelly at half seven this morning took a picture of the camper van of Christmas Joy on Air Square with the Today FM flags, with the Christmas lights, with the PA up, and it just looks like the most Christmassy thing in the world. And we're inside it, it's still Christmassy, but not the same as outside. In fairness, there's stiff competition this morning on the old festive side of things because we have the Christmas market surrounding us here in Galway. Now, my memory of a Christmas market in Galway was the one off Shop Street around the back there. I think that's still there. We had someone text us during the week that that's still doing things, but it's it's all wares and things. Yeah, I think it's more crafty down mm. there. Uh, whereas this is uh, those kind of, um, you know, Christmas market uh, that you'd find in Scandinavia type thing or somewhere in Europe. You know what? <laughs> Vague. <laughs> Scandinavian Christmas market. What do you market? call those things? The little wooden huts. They look like you should be eating schnitzel out of them. Like a sauna. Well, here's the thing. Last night, the lads, we parked up in the camper van and the lads painted this idyllic Central European Christmas market picture to me because I was happy to just like get a toasty and fall asleep. No. They said, come out. Let's go to the Christmas market. Let's experience the festivity of Galway. There'll be roast chestnuts. There'll be hot dogs. There'll be everything. We walked up to the Christmas markets. Everything was shut except Peruvian knitwear and minifigures. You're just really hard to, to just get on the move in the evening time. <laughs> because he doesn't like, all he wants to do is sit there and play his guitars. We were like, come on, we're in Galway for God's sake. We've got to have a look around. At least for content for the show. <laughs> something. Fair, fair. So as soon as we start walking uptown, he starts complaining. Oh my God, stop. I'm not going with you if you're all walking too fast. This is Dur- Look, this is a long-standing thing between Dermot and myself. Dermot likes to walk at one of those competitive Olympic walking no, paces. No, it's normal. No, you do. Things. It's not normal. You like to walk like you're in some kind of nature documentary of slots <laughs> where you're trying to make your way from one sugar plantation to the next. This is and my, my dream existence. <laughs> where can I sign up for this? Uh, no, but hang on. You, Even Maria, who's not here to, to defend me, always says the same thing. Both of you walk really we slowly. We just walk like normal humans. Who, Sorry. We're not in a... It's not... We don't need to get there in eight, minus eight seconds. Normal speed walkers, I would need to hear from you. How annoying are slow walkers? Do you feel... 087 Emer, you're the same as me. The slow walkers. Oh, your mics aren't on, I don't think. Right? Drifting in and around the footpaths. Yeah. Am I on now? Oh, you're on now, yeah. And anyway, but we found out, Sean, we discovered how to speed Dave up. <laughs> and we've never known. Like, I've known you for so many years, literally decades. Yeah. But I found the way to make Dave walk quicker than barely moving. <laughs> and that is to give him a burrito. Oh, it, <laughs> changed, it changed his oh. whole demeanor. whole demeanor, his mood lifted, he ate his burrito and then we were coming back up Shop Street and he had a pep in his stomach. <laughs> he was passing us out. I was like, what's this? If I'd known this, I would have got one of those cartoon fishing rods with a burrito hanging off the end of it and just walked along beside you. <laughs> Can I just say one thing though, Dermot, and I don't want us to sound like we're all ganging up on Dave here, yeah. but when Dave did start moaning, and said, you guys better not be walking too fast. You did start walking faster. 
and you kind of walked off ahead and said like, well, I, I'm not slowing down for you. And I was like, oh. Have you checked the weather apps in Galway? It's minus one. It was like, it's freezing, a it brisk was, walk. I was doing it to stay alive. It was, it was wintry. It was beautiful. And then, yes, once I had a burrito belly, uh, read a baby in my belly. I was quite happy to stroll quicker <laughs> back up towards the camper van of Christmas joy, full of burrito, full of joy. And uh, in fairness, we must also give Dermot, Dermot credit because on the way down, he did spot about eight other restaurants he wanted to go to. We all wanted a burrito, so Aww. he just went. Fun. He was like, "Anybody want a bowl of pasta? Anybody want a lovely noodles?" We're like, "No, Indian, burrito. no, no, all burritos." <laughs> Anyway, but this morning, uh, it was it's absolutely fantastic here in Air Square. Lovely, crisp winter's morning. Uh, buses are dropping people off. They're all heading down uh, the pedestrian streets, getting ready for work. And this has never happened to me before. I don't know what it says about society and wildlife, but I petted a baby seagull. What? So I was over there, just literally to the left of the camper van, and there was a baby seagull in the little grass thing. And I, I kind of went, oh, he's going to fly away now, and I don't want to disturb him, but I just kind of had to go over to that seat or whatever. I sat down, and then he came up and sat on the seat beside me, and I went, put my hand out, and kind of just stroked his head, and he just sat there, and then got off and walked away. You have a pet seagull now! Yeah, Dave, it's Air Square. He's drunk. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason he didn't fly fly away. He didn't pull out a tiny tin whistle by the (laughs) chance. He had a nagging nagging under one wing, but I don't know what else he was doing. Um, And it's perfect for skateboarding around here. Oh, Dermot's been skateboarding, lads. Uh, Oh, doing laps of Air Square. It's class. Uh, which were it was filmed actually. Uh, oh, was it? Yeah, Ian was out there filming me. Uh, thankfully, it didn't turn into an accidental fail video. Uh, uh, but keep an eye on at today FM for all our antics. Okay, we were talking about slow walkers and fast walkers <laughs> on 087 4100 Can I just say also how this is giving you an insight into how Dave conserves his energy, right, right. Mr. Slow Walker? We'd come out of Burrito Town, right? And yes, he had picked up his pace in terms of walking. But because it was three minutes faster back to the camper van, he wanted to walk the ring road. <laughs> and it's like, Dave, we can go past the lovely shops and the Christmas lights. We don't know. No, I want to walk the ring road with the traffic and the, and the rain. It was literally, it was shaving minutes off our journey. I don't understand. Although people are worried. Someone says, lads, lads, stop bickering. Three days together now. It seems to be taking its toll. Come on now. It was bound to happen. Chillax, y'all. Is Alan the painter. Okay, reaction in. Fast walkers and slow walkers. OMG, I'm with you, Dermot. My husband is like slow and stop. Will you come on? I'm a fast walker in fairness, though. That's the thing. Like yesterday, there was a group of us, right? So at least if someone felt pity on me in the group, they could have hung back a little bit. But you could be walking just with Dermot. The two of you to go, let's walk together. And he'll go, yeah. And then, the starting gun goes. And he's like, "Where? where's he gone? But I can't walk at your pace because it feels like a joke. <laughs> like, <laughs> someone, someone does agree with you, though, Dave. My husband is at Rob Heffernan level <laughs> walking uh, yes. when we're out. That's the Olympic walker. I'm strolling on behind him with a seven, like a seven-year-old who gets, oh, with a seven-year-old who, who gets distracted by everything. So we have to stop to look a few hundred times. I look up again and he's gone. He's <laughs> got a dot on the horizon. At one point last night, we walked past a health food shop and I was telling Dermot a story about a health food shop and he just walked away from me kept going and I just had to stop talking in the middle of my story well your story was terrible <laughs> it doesn't matter I still should be allowed to tell you my story you went into a shop and bought something <laughs> no, he doesn't even know the story <laughs> hey, how about this this is an interesting theory okay mm-hmm. 
My friend says a text, and I went to the school, went to school in the city, and always noticed the city girls were such slow walkers. Uh-huh. Head wrecking. Did Dermot grow up in the country? Yes, I did. And Dave is a city boy. I am a city boy. Uh, uh, I'm a city girl, and I'm a fast walker, oh, so okay. I will not hear anything said against city girls. <laughs> there, you, might, you, you might be an exception. There might be something to that. <laughs> Can I just say one thing though, Dermot? Yes, John. You did, you know the way last night you were trying to make it sound like you were the nice guy. You did, and when we were walking back, walk off and leave Dave again. I was the one that had to stand back with him. John, John did, because I was also trying to make a real, real yeah. on Instagram, which is on that Dave Today FM, of all the beautiful Christmas lights. But no, everyone was just, I was like, I stopped for a second and turned around and go, friends? Yeah, friends? I'll, I'll got it. I was I'll like, okay, it. I'll okay. take one for Thank the team you, here. Thank you, but Sean. But that's because, you know, you're, your phone's always out. You're always putting up some kind of Instagram <laughs> story. I just want to get on with the real world. Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> at a fast pace. There's a text in capital letters which I couldn't disagree with more. Every walk is an opportunity to exercise. I hate slow walkers. Oh. I'm not out in Galway on a winter's evening for exercise. <laughs> They've written in all capitals, so that's mildly aggressive. Yeah. But and Stephen has asked us, "How are we with sauntering?" <laughs> what just, a great verb! Can I just say, if I'm on holidays, like if I'm a tourist, mm. I will saunter with the best of them. I'm not power walking around, you know, Fuengirola. Mm. I'm taking it all in. I've been on holiday with you. I, I know what you're saying. However, your sauntering is broken up by distractions. So what it is is it's like. It's like, speed walk, stop, there's something in the shop, look in the shop, speed walk, next shop. It's like, that's not sauntering. Sauntering is not one solid thing. so true. But they're turning on me. I think, I think we're all learning here that Dermot, you're the bad guy at all. <laughs> I do like to get around a zoo good and quick. I'll oh my God, he's gone. Yeah, we like, were in Sydney Zoo. Yeah, I, I did that thing in about 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, animals, whatever, let's go. I hadn't moved on past the second enclosure. And he was going, he was back over my shoulder going, you ready to rock? And I was like, what's happening? I was like, Max Verstappen lapping. <laughs> Latifi at the zoo. Uh, ever see small birds walking? That must be Dermot walking beside Dave with a tiny feet going. <laughs> Lads, it's Dermot and Dave. It's Today FM. We are on the camper van of Christmas joy, uh, brought to you by our good friends at Tesco. And we've been going all around the country and enjoying ourselves this week so much. We have been everywhere. We've turned the lights on in Bunclody. We've been in Mullingar. And then yesterday, before we came to Galway, we went to a different part of Galway, Portumna. Yeah, we're also in Kildare Village, by the way. Of course, sorry, I forgot about that. Uh, but yeah, Portumna uh, gave us the great honour of turning on their Christmas lights. That's right, Owen Lynch had gotten in touch to tell us that they had the brand new Christmas lights in, but they needed some help in turning them on. So we rocked up in the camper van with an escort, a fire engine, a police car... It was literally super exciting. We thought there might be a few people there. Oh my God, there were hundreds. Have a listen. Hello, Bartomna! So, how excited are the kids? And how exhausted are the parents? <laughs> this is only the beginning. So we'd like all the children individually to tell us what they've asked Santa for. <laughs> we'll start here. No. Santa, what is your most popular request this year? iPads. iPads? iPads? Poor Tumna, there's no recession around here. <laughs> Are we turning on Christmas lights? We are, but they're just 
They're just getting them ready. There's a couple of electrical things that need to they've happen. Had, they've had t- 11 and a half months. Well, they need to get the, you know, the light fairies to all gather. Okay, okay. Spread there. So, okay, hang on, hang on. We'll do, you know what we'll do in the meantime? Practice. We'll do, we'll do practice in a sec. First of all, we'll do a Dave's Bad Joke. You want one of them? Okay, do you know how knock-knock jokes work? Okay, let's try a knock-knock joke. Knock-knock! Ho-ho! No, it's ho-ho-ho, not ho-ho-who! It's always a good joke when at the end of the joke you have to say, that was the joke. Let's talk to some of the mosh pit. Oh, yeah? So, what's your name? Harry, and are you from Portumna? Yeah. Yeah, okay, that's a relief. Because if you weren't, we'd have, we'd have to kick you out. What have you asked Santa for? A hurl. A hurl? Wow, and uh, what's your name here? Liam. Liam. And what are you hoping Santa brings you? A skateboard. A skateboard? Now you're talking my language. This guy loves skateboarding, even though he's too old to be skateboarding. What? Am I too old to be skateboarding? No way! Now, will you tell my wife that one? <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, put your Portumna hands together for Mr. Mike Denver! I think Bone wants jingle bells. He, he reckons they're about 90 seconds away from getting out. Oh, come on, you jingle like bells there. anyway. Up in there. Mike, how are you? How are things? All good now on yourself. How's Christmas for Mike Denver? You busy? Christmas is great, yeah. Busy time. We're back on the road, as I say. Things, it's, uh, it's the first Christmas in about three years, so things are back to normal, so it's great. That's great to hear. So where are you now? Oh, we're all over the place. Really? Here, there, and everywhere. You okay. Start north, south, east, west. And what about Christmas Day itself? You're at home then? Oh, Christmas Day is at home. That's uh, a family day. Well, I think it's four days before Christmas. They always take them few you days off. And, and whereabouts is your home, Mike? About a half a mile that way. Half a mile up there. He's a true local. He's, he's done He's done the town proud. Not like us DFDs. You know what a DFD is? A town from Dublin. <laughs> oh, we don't like them. I think what we're missing is a bit of music to get us in the festive spirit. Oh, you want me to do Christmas beatbox, does it? Not exactly, Dave. It's... Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I can feel it in. No, real music you want. We've got Mr. Mike Denver. He's going to lead us in a quick round of jingle bells, Mike. Come on. All right. Well, we got to power up that Christmas Are spirit. you ready? Uh, this thing isn't going to come on. We are ready. We're Is ready everybody to ready to sing jingle bells? Are you ready to sing? Oh, jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. Come on, poor Tom. Oh, what fun it is to ride in a one-horse open Mike, sleigh. you've sing just serenaded a crowd bell, here in Portumna. Uh, as concerts go of 2022, is this up there? Yeah, it's definitely up there. I wouldn't say serenaded now, but it was, it's great to be here. It's great to be in Portumna. It's great to see such a huge turnout for a, for a small town here. It's a, it's a wonderful town and everybody come out. It's, it's home. It's, it's, there's nowhere like it. Yeah, so are you local here? Yeah, just out the road a mile. My home place a mile out the road, so it's, okay. it's, it's home, so it is. And it seems like it's a very tight-knit community. Everyone 
knows each yeah, other here. Everyone's really best friends. It is. It's a, it's a it's a great community. It's a great town. Everybody's friendly. Everybody knows everybody. You, you won't really walk up or down the street without knowing somebody on it. Owen Lynch, uh, chairman of Portumna Chamber of Commerce. Is Portumna buzzing like this all the time? It seems like it's just full of joy here tonight. Oh yeah, every Tuesday night's like this, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We always get uh, celebrities in town on a Tuesday night. It's always a rocking night. No, um, no. I mean, look, Portumna is a fantastic place to, to to live and to rear children and all that. Um, so it's great to see a crowd back out. Great to see, uh, you know, look, it's been a lean couple of years. Everybody in, in Ireland and throughout the world um, had it fairly tough for a little while. So it's great to be able to gather a crowd, have a bit of fun and festivities. So it's really enjoyable. Then. Hi, everyone. I'm uh, Father Michael Burns. I'm the PP here in Portumna for the last six years. And uh, great to be here and a massive gathering. And it's really good, you know, COVID three years ago, there was the Galway culture capital of Europe and yeah. we were all gathered here and, and we haven't gathered like this since. And tonight it's a full moon nearly, clear skies, real Christmassy. We could be in the Rockies in the USA, yeah, you know, and the kids and the families. And I mean, even when it was all over, there were mothers going cr- cracked. Where, where's my kid? Where's my kid? And I said, they don't care. They just want to be here. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. We're ready for the Christmas lights. Are you ready, Portumna? That's not a big enough cheer. Are you ready? Okay, countdown from three. We all shout Happy Christmas and the magic of Christmas and the camper van of Christmas joy with Dermot and Dave and Today FM and Tesco and Mike Denver and Santa. It's all going to happen. You ready? Are you, are you ready, Santa? Right. Three... Two, one, happy Christmas! Woo! Congratulations for Domina, it's officially Christmas! Thank you, Port Domina, happy Christmas! <laughs> okay, look, maybe... Me and Dave thought it was like the end of Live Aid. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Good night. <laughs> and then we were crowd surfed back to the camper van. Yeah. It was look, lads. It was absolutely amazing. Oh, thank you so the much. Energy of yeah. the people in Portumna. Such a good buzz. Yeah, and they were well up for it. The lights looked amazing. We were outside the church, and there's a massive lit up Christmas tree in the car park of the church there. And there were so many children. Just having a ball. Yeah, we got selfies with so many. We should say a special hello as well and thank you for um, for entertaining us. Uh, the staff at the daybreak in the top petrol, petrol station, station yeah. uh, just in just as you come into Portumna, because Dermot and I hung out there for about an hour and a half. <laughs> oh, at least. I'd say they were inside going, there's a couple of doggers out there. <laughs> <laughs> They've got a weird camper van. Who knows what they're doing? They keep flashing the lights uh, at each other. But look, it was brilliant. Uh, we were we were treated so well. So thank you for coming. Got a really powerful message in uh, on 087 4100 Dermot and Dave, thank you so much for coming to our town, Portumna, last evening to turn on the Christmas tree lights. You brought so much 
joy to our family. Our dad loved your show on the radio and always told us your bad jokes at dinner time. Sadly, our dad, Colin, passed away in February this year after a very short illness. We miss him so much every day, but we really, really enjoyed the town square in Portumna last night when your camper van of joy pulled in. Our little brother, Tom, who's three, absolutely loves fire engines, so that made his evening too. We had a great time meeting up with our friends and neighbours since it has been a while since we were all together because of COVID. Thanks for putting a smile on our faces. Our dad would have loved you. Uh, I'd love to have seen it all. My mum says to say thank you to our Chamber of Commerce who worked hard to organise the event. Here, here. And thanks to Dermot, Dave and Cahill and Emer and Sean uh, from Anna, who's 10, Sean, who's 7, and Tom Fahey uh, from Portumna in County Galway. Amazing. Thanks so much for the message, guys. Uh, Carl is here, Christmas Carl, and he's out and about, as he does every time we park up at the camper van. He's in Air Square. He's beside the Christmas markets. Where are you, Carl, and who are you talking to? I am with Fanula Cregan here. She's from Athenry. Lads, Christmas Carl, it doesn't get much more Christmas Christmasier than being in the Christmas market. <laughs> You're right. In the camper van of Christmas joy. <laughs> uh, now, Fanula uh, is a big fan, okay? so Glad to hear it, Fanula. Uh, this isn't the only time that we're going to see Fanula. Oh. Okay. So, Fanula, tell the lads where you'll be also this week. I'll see you in Cork, lads. You I've got, got tickets. tickets. Ah, amazing. Oh, We're fantastic. Days. The Marina Market on Friday morning. Yeah, yeah, and, of course, yeah. picture this going to be there as well. Yep. But that's not why I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> you say all the right things. <laughs> uh, that's so cool. And actually, we should mention that there's a play happening in Portumna. I was warned oh? before the camper van drove off. Uh, it's called... Um, <laughs> nobody's talking to me and I'm, I met the stage manager and the main actress in the show in Portumna so make sure you go and see it in the town hall now Fanula that's your next job is to head to Portumna go and see the play and then we'll see you in Cork on Friday go on the way down ok brilliant and we'll see you on Friday thanks yes, for going by and stopping absolutely. saying hello love it Oh eight seven four one hundred one zero two. you want to drop us a text or a whatsapp you can do that or if you're knocking about Galway come and say hi to the camper van parked up at the Christmas market ok it's today FM it's Dermot and Dave and Christmas call and challenge call and Gwail talked call because yesterday uh, we told Cahill that the good news is because he wants to improve his Irish it's something that he's mentioned on the show before that we decided we'd give him the best possible chance at getting a bit of Gwail into his life sent him to Connemara to the studios where they make what Cahill? Rosnarun Oh, he's run. Oh, maybe see, maybe he's pronouncing that's the way, way some of the people are pronouncing run. it. Yeah, Rosnarun. Maybe that's the way I was just picking it up. But it was like oh, that's, that's what it's all. It's about immersing yourself in the language, and now you're doing that. How was Connemara? Look, lads, I was under pressure doing the marathon. Mm. I was nervous getting my ear pierced. <laughs> you know, going out into the real world after getting that done. Yeah, uh-huh. I never felt so out of my depth in all my life. <laughs> <laughs> no, not funny. Isn't it oh, amazing very funny. how you can be out of your depth? in your own country <laughs> that's that's probably the reason yeah. why I feel like I should learn more Irish why was I I was a small bit uncomfortable at times yeah because you know there's people don't you feel conversing en- don't you feel envious as well of of people who can speak fluent Irish that they've tapped into some something deeper in our culture that we're kind of on the on the outside of totally totally and they just have a different vibe about them mm. you know and then you just think how do I not know how to speak well, this oh, is you're what speaking. you're trying to do you've yeah. got your earring you're going for the Celtic look and now on top of this you want to add the Gwilga so you went down yesterday yeah. to Ross Naroon let's find out how you got on <laughs> in 
In true Dermot and Dave fashion, the lads have sent me on another mission. They have sent me off to visit the set of T.G. Carr's Rosnaroon in Spidale. I did say I wanted to speak more Irish, although I am learning a lesson here. Don't say anything to Dermot and Dave. So I hopped in my car and I headed to the west of Ireland, and I thought this might be a good road trip song. And then I thought, you know what, let's just stick with the Christmas songs. So I had the pleasure of sitting down with some of the cast of Ross Naroon. Actor number one, reveal yourself. Hello there, Sheila Ihiron from Dundalk and I play Crystal Duran in Ross Naroon. Actor number two, please. I'm Garo Kavner from Ballariach, Cantra Dingle and I'm playing Greg O'Callaghan. People will know you from Ross Naroon. People might know you from something else though. You're in an ad. I am in an ad. Liam, I'm on the move. So what's new? How are you? What? Who's that? It's Liam. How are you, Dad? Oh, we're flying at you. <laughs> but, but how are we holding up? Get you. Dad? And actor number three. Hello, it's Misha Grania Bleasdell. Um, I play Michelle and I'm from Russaville, Conde na So we sat down and we had a chat about the language, about the show. What you're going to get from this next part is, is that I don't have any Irish, the lads were very patient with me, and that they're really, really cool. You know if someone came up to me and talked to me in Irish, how do I just say, I don't speak Irish, I'm sorry? Tobroner. Okay, so I know Tobroner. So yeah. Or Gummeleskel. Okay. So pardon me, Tobroner, Gummeleskel, Tobroner, Neil Gwaelga Agam. Neil Gwaelga Agam. Yeah. Now, you are from... Russell Connemara. Connemara. Mm-hmm. So your dialect is Connemara Connacht. So that'd be different to the other lads. So there's we've got dialects from Kerry, Munster, and we also have dialects from from Donegal and and the north. But is there a big difference between the dialects? Yeah, there definitely is. It depends how fast we're speaking as well, because obviously when we get into the flow of it. Uh, if we're not from that area, you really have to kind of slow down and kind of figure out what, what we're saying to each other. So we, we don't even understand each other sometimes. Is this Shomra Glass? Mm-hmm. Which is the green room for anyone that doesn't speak Irish like me and the guys here. Um, if you're just chilling out here before scenes and after scenes and stuff, are you conversing in English or Irish? Irish, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you find as well that you weave through English and Irish? Because I could see that even just on set, they were like they were talking in Irish and then my person actually might reply in English is that kind of common? Well yeah I think it's kind of the way the language is going anyway there are words in Irish that we don't have a translation for or that we know of anyway like we're not dictionaries so yeah, we kind yeah, of throw yeah. in the odd English word every now and again so it's a bit fluid between the two I think Now to find out more about the show itself and what Ross Naroon is all about I sat down with series producer Marianne Lynchy. Ross Naroon is set in a rural village in Ireland but in terms of the storyline it's not a sleeping village is it? No it definitely isn't um, there's always a lot going on you know we've a lot of different characters which allow a lot of different um, storytelling potential and that's very important to us but any story we tell, you know, it really comes from our characters and where they're at and their needs and everything. And that allows us to delve into, to, you know, controversial topics that are within our society. Mm. You know, we had our gaslighting story with the Daly family. We recently had our story of consent 
but a lot of research goes into these stories and to make sure that we tell them as well as we can and that we're true to our characters. Now, one thing you might not know, and it brings me so much joy to tell you this, but our own Pamela Joyce was once a Ross Naroon star. Yes, in season 16, she starred as Megan O'Shaw. And you know what? I think we should play a clip. Hello, Rhys. Whatever about the camper van of Christmas joy, those clips give me so much joy. Thank you, Pamela. Now, let's go back to the actors. Now, you are from Dundalk. I am. That is the Leinster dialect. That would be right. Well, you know, and typically there isn't a dialect as such from Dundalk or from Leinster. You, you probably have Gaelic Nilyorhi now, you know, school Irish, book Irish type thing. Um, probably Gaelic Chaijanach, standard Irish, I suppose, a bit like Hoch Deutsch type of thing, if you were to take anything from there. But a lot of people from Dundalk and the north of Ireland would gravitate towards Chirconnell for their Gaelic, as I did. Do you think actually it's getting a bit more mainstream in a sense? It feels like the people want to, are starting to want to learn Irish again. 100% yeah I think like even with Irish movies coming out you've got Eric Fashka and Colleen Kuhn yeah yeah they're all like I think it's there's a revival happening even culturally music you'd see more artists singing in Irish or rapping in Irish there's, yeah. there's lots more happening I think once like movies and TV shows and more music starts coming up it'll start even like so everyone loves Lord of the Rings and watching what's that Elvish language and learning that and once Irish like starts yeah. co- Going dipping into those things, I think it starts coming back alive again. Like, do you think it's it's hard for someone like me to try and pick up Irish? Or I think there are a lot more resources these days, like Duolingo, for example, and even courses online. Like you could do it from the comfort of your own home as well. Whereas I'd say maybe 10, 15 years ago, you probably couldn't do that. So it's definitely way more accessible. And even having TG Car, the channel itself, like there's so many great programs. Yeah. It's you're kind of learning without even knowing, I suppose. So definitely, yeah. Oh my God, I just want to be one of them. Live in the west of Ireland, speak Irish every day. That is proper Celtic stuff right there. I'm going to leave the last few words to Gronya. Boys, are you listening? Dervish like Dave, we call Harkinanya Inish Zoom Coffee Hall. Absolutely no idea. <laughs> you don't know what there. you said. Well, it's funny. Like I'm, I'm literally <laughs> sitting here doing my Duolingo um, because you inspired me. Uh, cool. But when someone with a strong dialect, you know, an, an accent starts to speak, you need it. It's like you know, you think I'm pretty good at Irish, and then you turn on the Nuoks on TV, and it's come on, Jeeve, on spine. But in six months, Carl will be able to translate all of that. Carl, you went down to Rossnoon, you met all the actors, you learned about the show, you did a couple of fuck there. I'm proud of you. Thank you. The question is, did you get on the show, Carl? Boys, all I can say is we need to start watching the show maybe end of January, start of February. I might be oh, might be on a show. That's, so that's we'll, we'll, we'll revisit out. this at the end of uh, next month. Okay. How good was Pamela? Oh, I know. Pamela Joyce. Amazing. Although well, she, okay. just, she just texts me to say, oh my God, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> can I just say a thank you to a woman called Noreen Darcy as well. Uh, she looked after me yesterday and um, introduced me to everyone Brilliant. and she was the woman that kind of made me feel a bit more comfortable because I was off nervous. People yeah. were speaking Irish. 
So I'm getting emotional. <laughs> it's okay. No, do you know what that was? A celebration. I just had like two <laughs> It's Christmas. We're allowed to eat chocolates for so, breakfast. Yeah, thank you to everyone out there. It was so much crack. You wouldn't say, no, say not, that not in thank Irish. You, yeah. A guiv. A guiv. A guiv. It's to more than one. A guiv. A guiv. There you go. That'll Good be stuff. There you go. <laughs> he's, he's getting there, lads, step by step. Dermot and Dave's Camper Van of Christmas Joy. With the Tesco. Standing up for joy this Christmas. Very quick hello to Fina, who's out in Air Square. She's 14... Oh, no, say hi to 14-month-old. That was a 14-years-old. 14-month-old Cloda, who's outside the window of the camper van. Her daddy Dara's working in Medtronic. And hi to Fina, and hi to Cloda, and hi to Daddy Dara. Uh, lovely to be here in Galway, live aboard our camper van of Christmas Joy. Now, we are, of course, broadcasting from different locations around the country, but we're also going to different places. And even if we can't get to you, we're still spreading that Christmas joy. And we got a letter in from Ashling and uh, to todayfm.com and it says okay so I can't say I've had a bad year nor do I work in an office I'm actually applying for myself is that selfish? <laughs> well Ashling, not at all you can spread Christmas joy to yourself how are you? I'm good I didn't realise you were going to read that part out I'm mortified <laughs> <laughs> No but here's the thing though joy can be spread to anyone to yourself to it doesn't matter there's nothing wrong with that and especially when you've had a couple of months like you've had, yourself and your husband have bought a home, but you're also renovating it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah, we did. We spent more or less the whole summer just completely gutting the place. I'd say the place hadn't seen paint since the 80s. There was wallpaper on it, I'd say, from the 70s. The same with the carpet. The whole place was just gutted for, I go to eight or ten weeks over the summer, like. Right. Wow, but it's a very exciting time. What stage are you at now, then? Are you in? Are you properly done? Is all this uh, the snag list Pretty covered? Much. We're at the we're at the money rent out stage to be honest. Um, <laughs> Comes quicker than you expect. Everything that needed to be done was done. Uh, that's good to hear. And uh, you've a little baby as well, aren't you, Daniel? But well, he's not a baby. He's four, is he? He's four. Yeah, there's not a bother on him. He's um he's in play school. He's he's great. He's a good little kid. That's good to hear. Glad to hear that. Right. Yeah, well, you know what? It's very important uh, to celebrate the wins and celebrate the good stuff in our lives and getting a new home and getting settled in there and the young fellow going to school and all. It's just absolutely brilliant. Um, so what do you need from us other than a bit of joy? Um, well, at, <laughs> at the end of the application, I am... Um I asked for a hall mirror. <laughs> <laughs> so you can do the all-important, I'm just about to leave the house, final checks. Well, this is it. I have been using my camera on my phone as a mirror in the morning before I dash out the door. So it would be handy to just have a, a mirror in the hall for that last-minute check. <laughs> right. Well, the joy is coming from uh, Dermot and Dave and Today FM. We have you sorted. You got a mirror from Ennis Home Furniture. Hey! Perfect. So now Thanks so you much. Will it look 11 out of 10 when you leave the house you and uh, also because it's a new gaff and I'm guessing you've plenty of wall space uh, we're going to make you a gift from Tracy Sheridan Art and we're going to give it to you it's a beautiful new print and that woman may or may not be Dave's missus <laughs> oh fantastic lads appreciate that so you're going to have some uh, beautiful artwork for your walls from Tracy ah oh, brilliant thanks a million I really appreciate it Ashling happy Christmas spread the joy to yourself we absolutely love it fair play to you Thanks so many lads. Happy Christmas. See you later. Bye. 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 Dave's world. Dave's world. If we don't let him do it, he gets ratty. Okay, I figured because we're in Galway, we should do a Galway. 
Dave's world. I should tell you some interesting things about Galway that you may or may not know. Although, Sean, yep. you may know all of these because you used to live here. Yeah, lived here for four years. Was supposed to be three, but I made it four. <laughs> That's how college <laughs> goes sometimes. Okay, so the first thing i tell you about is Lynch's Castle. You've all heard of Lynch's Castle. It's uh, the residence of one of the mayors of Galway, is what it used to be. It's now a bank. It is the oldest building in Ireland in daily commercial use. Oh, how old is it? I don't have that information. Oh, come where, on. You hundreds of years old. Sorry, where is that now? I don't know. Lynch's Castle? You're supposed to know. You're I'm the gonna, Galway I'm expert. Have to Google yeah, Dave. No, you're not. You're going to have to move on to the next one, which no. is Queen's College in Galway. Opened in 1849. Do you know how many students it had? 200. 68. Wow. 68 students then. It now has 20,000 students. And of course, it's now called NUIG. No, they oh, changed. They did change. They changed. Like, the test for you, Sean. As the as of the first of January, they changed it to U O oh, Galway University. Galway University. <laughs> Galway City. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously the marketing uh, campaign has really worked. It's. Oh, let me check that. Yeah, you're, <laughs> you, you, yeah, you're I'll Google that. the second one. You Google the first. I have results in. Go. Uh, so the AIB is in it. Yeah. And it was, it may date back to the 14th century, but the bulk of it was built in the 16th century. There you so go. 15 something or other. Daily commercial use. That's it, pretty cool. That is cool. It's now called the University of Galway. There you are. That wasn't difficult, Sean. Uh, <laughs> Galway is famous for being the festival capital of Ireland. They have 122 festivals a year. That's one every three days. There's a festival in Galway. That's absolutely amazing. You could tell. But here's the thing, right? Galway, as we can tell, is a sprawling city, beautiful city, a bustling city, but it was slow to develop. So during the early medieval period, it wasn't even considered a town. And Athenry was two and a half times bigger than Galway was. But when Galway began to prosper in the 15th century, it evolved into the important city that it is now, an important seaport. And it's now one of the fastest growing, great word, conurbations in Europe. Galway. What's a conurbation? It's basically a place where loads of people live. Like Tala's a conurbation, Swords a conurbation, Galway's a conurbation. Urban sprawl. Yeah. Oh. I don't necessarily, is that a good thing? It's a really good thing. Lots of people want to live in Galway. It's growing fast. It's yeah. great. Oh, there's the traffic in the roads. That's the, just about to say. the ring road got cancelled and all the things. The Merriman Hotel in Kinvara in County Galway. Anyone been there? You should go. It's got the biggest thatched roof in Ireland. Oh. Something nice to look at. Love Kinvara. That's a um, special spot. The River Carib, right, is only like six kilometres in length. One of the shortest rivers in Europe. But it's also one of the fastest flowing rivers in Europe. And if you were to fall into it or swim into it, you would be carried at three metres per second down the Carib. Oh, just don't do it. Yeah, don't do it, not. kids. Not even in Freshers' Week. Um, <laughs> it's for Carl, who's outside there somewhere. Nearly 49%, sorry, not nearly 49 nearly half. 49% of the population of Galway County could speak Irish in the 2016 census. 49% of Galway can that speak Irish. That is impressive. Sure is. Yeah, you'd well uh, believe it. Do you know what a turlock is? <laughs> you heard of a turlock? <laughs> it's somewhere in my brain. Bless you, Dermot. Is it some kind of a hill? No, it's a, it's a lake. But it's a lake that empties itself. Because basically, it's got some, whatever the stone under the lake is, is porous. So when there's heavy rains or high tides, the lake fills up. And then when there's not, it empties. And some of the ones in Galway, the Cahar Glasson, I think it's called, the Cahar Glasson Lock can empty and fill twice in 24 hours. It's absolutely like That's the, pretty lake, cool. the lake is there, it's gone. It's there, it's gone. There's actually a turlock in Kinvara. I remember seeing there it. You are. Went for a little walk around uh, the. Burren Sanctuary there. There's a turlock there. And I can't think where it is, but there's only one other turlock 
outside of Ireland. It's in, oh, it's in Wales. Uh, <laughs> is it Clandudno? Is that the place, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. Yeah, something like that, I think. Clandudno. <laughs> anyway, that's the only other turlock in the world that's outside of Ireland is in somewhere in Wales. And finally, Sean, you lived here for four years. Did you ever go and visit Harriet the Singing Donkey? No. Right. Ladies and gentlemen, please open your ears and listen to Harriet. This is what she does when you walk up to her and point a phone in her face. She's an opera singing donkey. Where is she? Yeah, what part of the She's out in Connemara and you can just wander up to her and you literally, everyone just goes up and they know Harriet's very point and she just straight away just opens her mouth and goes ah, and sings beautifully. What is she, if she's trying, she's trying to communicate something really important and everyone's like, oh, look at the lovely singing and she's really saying, my owner is trapped <laughs> under a JCB, get help. Oh, oh. how not, cute. She's not skippy, she's Harriet. Anyway, that is your Galway-based uh, day's uh, work. I've one final piece of Galway trivia for yeah. you guys. If you look out the window and there's a lady in a white coat, it's Pamela Joyce's mum. It is man. Pamela Joyce's mum. Kitty, how are you? Hey. Great to see you. And it's my pal Dave Conway, who I went to the Crescent with in Limerick. Yay! He used to be a cure head. Dermot <laughs> <laughs> Dave, it's today, FM. Oh, lads, the crack is happening here in Air Square in Galway. We're here right down at the Christmas markets, and we're here thanks to Milestone Inventive, the producers of Galway Christmas markets since 2011. Just did Dave's world there. Some Galway facts left, right, and centre. Kieran in Killarney says, Dave, don't forget Galway's liberated from the Indians on July the 19th. A very important day in the history of Galway. It was also the day that Marathon became Snickers, and of course, the day the Ice Age ended. That's (laughs) Father Ted trivia for you. Um, You were talking about turlocks there with Mm. your lakes that empty themselves, and someone makes a good point. They say, surely to God there has to be a Turlock in Turlock Moor. You would think so. (laughs) It certainly (laughs) was at some point. Badly named, there wasn't. And then we played Harriet the Singing Donkey. And someone says, my black lab Bailey just jumped up and left the room when she heard the opera singing donkey. Yes, it's probably communicating in ways that we don't understand. But they definitely do. Uh, Carl Minogue is wandering around outside in Air Square. He's got a bunch of people with him. Carl, what's happening? Christmas, Carl. Christmas, Carl. Sorry, you got to brand you correctly. Yeah, uh, yeah, the crowds are starting to build here. I think there are people that are supposed to be in college from... uh, ATU, am I right? Can we get a big woo? Uh, that's the best part of this week, honestly. <laughs> uh, okay, so we have a couple of shout-outs to give. So, go. Okay, we go for it. So we have Alicia and Carmel Kenny. They were here earlier. Johnny Bradshaw and Jonathan Lyons. Uh, Etna and Searsha. Sinead and Helen. Also, Barry and Caroline Whelan. They're from Shannon. Uh, and we need to wish a big happy Christmas to baby Ivy, Selena, Ashley and Margaret. And that's from Gandad. Okay? Gandad, I love yeah. that name. And I love that version of Grandad. Lastly, uh, a big hello to St. Cuans in Classel Blakeney. It's the folk group there. They're in Galway for the day, right? They're having the crack in Galway. And uh, the music, the musical director's name is probably the best name ever. Go on. Her name is Mary Melody. Honestly. Oh, she's a music director. She's a musical director. Born to be doing the job. Mary yeah. Melody. Well, hello so, to all them. The crack is starting to build here in Air Square. Yeah, I can see a few people over at the Christmas market doors and stuff. They're all getting ready. Well, it's going to be buzzing around here. We have a couple of uh, little burglars on the camper van. At the oh, moment. we do, they yeah. Just snuck on Superstars here. they are, the two um, of them. We have got a lady called Kitty on the camper van here. Now, Kitty is very famous <laughs> uh, because you know Pamela Joyce on Today FM who has her show directly after us uh, kicking off at noon today. 
today, of course. Uh, well, her mammy is Kitty. Hello, Kitty. Hello, how are you? Good, we were only down in your house there a few weeks back. Great, and you're welcome to come again. And you're I, welcome on the I, camper van. No break this time, but loads of Christmas cake. Loads of Christmas cake. Yeah. Did you do and it? a new teapot. A new teapot. <laughs> the last one was gorgeous. You didn't yeah. need a new one. We were in the house and she broke out the fine china for us. We, was, we, wasn't, we weren't worth it, really. We were afraid we'll break it. And as you can see in here, for you, Kitty, we've got uh, Supermax and water bottles. <laughs> That's all we can do for you. Um, and come here, you're with your best pal today. My best pal, Mary, Mary Craddock. Hello, Mary Craddock. Hello, boys. How are you? How's Delighted the, to be here. How's the shopping going today? Wonderful. I just got a lovely treat outside here from Cahill, I think. Yeah, yeah. Cahill's yeah. giving you a sorting you out. Thank yeah. you so much. A few yeah. freebies from the camp. What are you in town for, apart from see us, obviously? Well, we have to do a little bit of shopping, and we're meeting a friend, Margaret Burns. She should be outside soon. Ah, Burnsy. She can't control Burnsy. <laughs> There'll be no shopping done. It sounds like just be talking all day. Um, oh, what's, young, what's Pamela looking for, for from Santi, do you know? Too much. Yeah. <laughs> Too much. But we, we'll see how we get on. Right. Yeah, okay. Santa, Santa, might, Santa look after. Santi's good. Always. Right, right, right. Well, Katie, Mary, pleasure to see you again. Thanks for jumping in and saying hello. There's little that gives us more joy than sitting in a room with Mr. Tommy Tiernan. The man loves the West of Ireland so much, he's only gone and made a TV show about it. He's one of Ireland's most loved comedians, an actor, a TV presenter, a podcast host. And would you consider yourself a Galwegian at this point, or are you still a Navin man out West? I'm just blown away by the utter professionalism of that intro. <laughs> I mean, didn't miss a beat, didn't even pause for breath. I was, I was waiting for you to say terms and conditions apply. Please contact your local provider. <laughs> Off the charts. Yeah. Um but yeah. That's the question. <laughs> Are you a Galwegian yet? No, 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 a blow in. But Galway, one of the things that defines Galway is that it has to be very welcoming to the stranger. Mm. It thrives on strangers. Going all the way back to the Spanish. Do you know? So it has to be open to all that and so every year there are tourists, there are layabouts, wasters, students, <laughs> and foreigners, musicians, actors, trapesers. Just a, a, a huge gallant of people, does that make sense? In yeah, you do feel that when you're walking around. Um, like it does feel... Other towns now wouldn't be... They don't, they don't, they've never been given the option mm. of the stranger. Yeah. You know, like Longford Town. Fine place, like, but it, it doesn't have to cope with... Uh, it's never had to bend itself into a shape that accommodates. <laughs> and the seaport <laughs> history is what would have no, done that. I, I haven't said that now. I just, just, I've just disagreed with myself. It right. has actually. Uh, I think Longford was one of the places where the government sent a lot of uh, immigrants. Yes. Uh, Longford Town. So Longford has actually, that, that was a bad choice on my part. But we get Let's what you mean. try Mullingar. No, <laughs> Mullingar is probably the same. No, that was happening. We were there yesterday. But actually, you're right, because we were walking up the street yesterday, uh, yesterday evening, about 10 p.m., and um, Cahill just turned and said, There's a lot of drunk people around. And there was like people shifting in doorways and everything. <laughs> and it was like, Well, it is Tuesday, and that's Galway. Yeah. You know, Tuesday's a special night. Every night of the week is special. Do you remember shifting in doorways? Yeah. God. <laughs> <laughs> Those were the days. Yeah. The thing about it now is though there so many people are living with their parents that so there's people in their thirties and forties doing it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Come here, tell us about the T V show because you, you, you have relocated west of the Shannon. You're here for years and years and years and the West is yeah. an important part of Ireland and you've gone and explored it and you. You sound like a politician. The West is an important part of Ireland. <laughs> <Is that> true. <laughs> you sound like a politician under pressure. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've always uh, tolerated, I mean, we've always thought the West was important <laughs> and... Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> um, you can't really do without the West because then the old whole four corners yeah. is, it's missing a fair, side fair. then Athlone yeah. would be Galway <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the Hudson Bay Hotel would be in a sheer um, it does look like you're in your element though in the, in the clips we've seen of the TV show you exploring the West it's your happy place isn't it? No, no, I, no. I, I will show you my happy place later. <laughs> that was like a promise, lads. We'll be shifting in the doorway yeah. later. I'm mad for sphincters. <laughs> I, I think it's a very underrated part of the body. Not talked about very often. It's always. I think we'll have to save that for the podcast, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a German centre back. <laughs> Hands, sphincter. <laughs> <laughs> we have to talk about Epic West yeah. as much as we want to talk about German centre backs with suggestive surnames. Um, Epic West tonight on the telly. Yeah, so um, it's a it's a, a journey from Skellig Michael up the west coast, meeting artists who've uh, either from here uh, or who came here to to live and work. Mm. And a lot of the reason, like um, a lot of people, look, when I came to Galway in, it's a fella eating crisps in the front. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> celebration. Oh, celebration! Oh. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> um, what was I talking about? Uh, Artists. Yeah. Okay, so, so when I came to Galway in '88, uh, the only thing I knew was that I didn't want a job. Right. <laughs> and so Galway says we have we have a house for you. We do. We have plenty of space for you. And there was hundreds of thousands of of young people like me because um, it was cheap to live here and I think that's the reality of why a lot of artists have moved to places like Leitrim and Sligo and Mayo and Donegal is because the rent is lower yeah you know so they can if someone is a poet or a novelist and they're you know they're getting charged 20% of what they would be charged if they were in Dublin they yep. got to go where the where, where it makes so, so it's kind of it's a journey following meeting those people and then looking at the art that's produced from here as well as the art that's about here so that's all it is really sometimes it's almost kind of like John Creedon on methadone (laughs) (laughs) I would please please put that in the press release Um, (laughs) but like it it was always that's the effect I was trying that's what I was going for (laughs) But it's kind of a, it's been a, a running joke, I suppose, for decades, certainly since the 80s, you know, of, of places in the West, you know, like Doolan and, uh, you know, Connemara and even West Cork and places that sometimes there's no Irish people there. They're all, they're German artists who've, who've kind of embraced it. But the people who've come in to do their art in these locations are extremely important because for a lot of times they're keeping elements of our culture alive, even though maybe originally they weren't from here. I found that very hard to follow, Dave. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> Not that complicated. It's got to go what with is he him saying? on his What is he saying? He's saying Isn't that... Isn't it a good thing that the lads in the anoraks with the German accents moved in... And play the flute. Because they're doing... They're, they're keeping elements of our culture alive that maybe Irish people have forgotten sometimes. That so German people are minding Irish culture for us while we're... Well, these artists... Looking for somewhere to live. Is that... <laughs> it's not that complicated. <laughs> like, you met these people... No, I didn't... I met, met no Germans. I wasn't looking for them, but I didn't meet any. Well, not necessarily Germans. Anyone. Anyone. But the artists you met are the Irish artists. That's what the show should have been called. Have you seen a German? <laughs> In an anorak. <laughs> I, no, I, don't, I, I, I don't agree with you. I, I think that there is... Uh, I think art n- needs a strange kind of 
poverty to begin with. So art has to start off from an uneconomical place. Um, art can't be be t- too tied to business, and maybe the West allows that a bit more. But it's 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 neither one thing nor the other because you artists also have to survive mm, make a living, and yeah. make a living. So it's a kind of mm. that strange tension between I need the space and freedom to create, uh, but I also need to uh, buy these children socks. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's definitely <laughs> an important element. <laughs> the artistic yeah. dilemma, isn't you know. So it's yeah, that's and it was such a, just a, a, a dynamic landscape to film in. Like we did Skellig Michael, which um, is one of the most astounding places that I've ever been to in my Had life. Had you been out there before? Never. Uh, and we got to stay for, we, we stayed there for two nights wow. and there was nobody else out there. Just myself and the crew. And it was I think you'd astounding. make it to a Jedi. A Jedi? Yeah, have a Jedi look about you. What's their, um, what's their, uh, what's a Jedi? <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen Star Wars ever, Tommy? Yeah, yeah. Yoda's so, a Jedi. No, Yoda's a Jedi, yeah. Luke Skywalker became a Jedi. And okay. in, and in the, the Star Wars movies, that's where Luke Skywalker ended up out on Skellig Michael. Yeah. It'll be more like Obi-Wan. It'd be a great thing for... It sounds like a, a drift into vagueness. It would be a great thing to <laughs> tell somebody in a nursing home in case they were concerned about what symptoms they were displaying. And you just actually know you're actually a Jedi. <laughs> You can do that, yeah. Come here. Apart from the TV show that's on 935. Oh, you're a Jedi. <laughs> You've also got the Tommy Hector and Larita podcast. Yeah. Lashing the episodes out left, right, and center. Yes. Absolutely brilliant success. Thank you. The Tommy Tiernan show is back in January. Yes, the chat show. Like, unbelievable. Still. And rock. stand up. Big show in Castle Bar next week. Yes, Tom uh, Foolery. In, um, where am I? The Traveller's Friend. Uh, next Thursday or something. That's the last big one before Christmas. And I'll keep going with the standard probably till the end of April brilliant uh, and then we'll see what happens after that it's, it's, it's good to stay uh, like I've I've committed to something now it's, I was listening to you on the drive in mm. something about Irish um, and it's good to sometimes I'm the type of person who commits to something that's a bit beyond me and then I kind of I the, the stress of trying to have to achieve that uh, pushes me doesn't say it's a drive yeah yeah but it's always about doing stuff that you're not I think staying safe is probably it's like a local anaesthetic. That's given. not you. Well, so it's it's um it's not my central nervous system. No. no. So I've decided to do a show entirely Oscar Ilge next summer, uh, and it's the Gospel of Mark in Irish. <laughs> what? Yeah, exactly. You're messing. No, I'm not messing. Is, it, is there jokes or is it just the gospel? We'll, we don't know yet because we haven't done any work on it. And how's the but Gwelga? We have committed to it. Like we've sent Carl down to Rock yeah. and How's your Gwelga? Neil Gwelga leafa arm. Ach, ta ta blas allen. Ach, ta blas allen. Fresh couple of fiunt. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. What did he say? Fiat fiunt. Fiat Fiat punto. Fiat punto. <laughs> Tommy, we have to leave it there. Check out 9.35 tonight, Epic West, RT1. Tommy's on tour. Go and see him and listen to the podcast as well and see him in January when he's back in the telly as well. Always a pleasure, Tommy. Always a pleasure. Thank you. Slana. Dermot and Dave. Weekdays from 9am. Today.